Welcome to the IDP Show. I'm your host, Josh Raymer, joined in the Soul Shack tonight. On my right, Adam Markham. On my left, Bobby Reynolds. Gentlemen, how are we this evening? Doing well, Joshy. How are you? What was that? <laughs> Tell him what you were doing. That was bit. like I was uh-huh. doing kind of the auctioneer, the circus barking up. I liked it. I liked the energy. <laughs> Sounded like a ghost. <laughs> Oh, Bobo, how are you, man? I'm good. How are you, Joshy? It's good. We ha- had a little lunch today. Mm-hmm. We know BG is Chicken City, mm-hmm. so we got to try out the new Slim Chickens yes, over sir. there on Nashville Road. Addie, have you gotten to check out this fine establishment yet? Oh, of course, of course. And it's uh, also going to talk about one of my greatest theories in fast food, the fact that this is a standalone Slim Chicken. So here in Bollinger, we, we've had a Slim Chicken, but it was attached to a gas station. Mm-hmm. And whenever a restaurant's attached to a gas station, it's like bizarro version, like 70% of what it should be. That's what I was going to ask is what's the ratio? Like what what percentage does it decrease the appeal and the quality of the restaurant if it's attached to a gas station? Yeah, it's, it's like 60, 70%. Mm-hmm. You think it's 60 what, to 70% worse? Of, of what, yeah, of what it was. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say it's, it's at least 50% worse. Yeah, it's not as good. Something about it's just off. Like the, <laughs> the breading's never as crisp. I don't know what they're doing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. feel like they do, they get the second-hand ingredients. Like, we're not going to send the good stuff to the gas station yeah. location. Are yeah, you the, kidding oh, me? Yeah, that's, that's not the standalone one. No. No. No, absolutely not. But this place, Bobo, was was extremely good. I, I'm I'm a fan of Slim Chickens. Got chicken. Get? I got the Chicken Club with the uh, ranch chips. Bobo, what was it? You got something uh, a little more healthy, Addy. You're making a habit out of dropping your phone on the floor. I got a healthy wrap. I don't know what it was. It was like uh, was it? It was grilled chicken. Uh, grilled chicken wrap. wrap. Yep, it was, it was great. It's fantastic. Josh got the uh, the jar dessert, boys. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Have you tried the jar dessert? So y'all yet? didn't get any fried chicken. <laughs> I got a chicken club. It was a fried uh, y'all chicken made sandwich. Me sick. Y'all made me really sick in my stomach. I don't even. You can't even give a proper review. You didn't get the fried chicken. Do you want to pick up your phone? <laughs> yeah, <well>. yeah. <laughs> no, it's gone now. It's it lives in the floor. So it was a good time, Bobo. Yeah. We were uh, been a been an awesome week, gentlemen, mm-hmm. for the IDP community mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of our buddies uh, getting some awesome opportunities over there with football guys. So shout out Joey, Kyle B, Evan Ronda, and Trip football Whew. guy Trip now instead of DFF Trip. Yeah, so, man. I mean, you love to see it. I mean, that football guys has been – that was really the first – I mean, that was the first site that I checked out when I started playing fantasy football, and that's been my favorite, you know, big site. Uh, obviously love Sigmund Bloom. He's he's uh, he's a goat in my opinion. And, uh, yeah, so I've always been a fan of, of what they do over there to keep up with his stuff. And, anyway, they just, they've always had a great staff. But, yeah, to see our dudes, you know, our friends of ours get a shot over there and, and – Football guys making a commitment to IDP to grow it. Yeah, that's just good things, man. We love to see it. Well, it's it's truly a commitment to being the go to spot on the internet for IDP content. They are. They definitely are. And, and this is this shows me like they're serious about it. I don't think they could have done any better hiring the guys that they did. That's just going to add to the 
really star-studded lineup they have over there between Sig, John Norton, Ryan Sitzman, Davenport. Davenport now. So, yeah. like, and, and a lot of other awesome IDP folks over there. So, it's like, this is, they are putting together the monsters of mm-hmm. IDP content creators. And I'm pumped. I'm pumped for our friends. I'm excited to have a, another site that I really want to dig into and read all the content they put out now. So, it's just cool. The glow-ups on Twitter this week for those guys was awesome. So Sir, Them boys getting a lot of likes on them posts, and that's all that matters. That's right, <laughs> Bobo. As we know, it's all about the numbies. Yeah, absolutely. Boys, I'd love for you to tell me what type of impressions you got on them tweets. Just send me a DM or something. <laughs> or you can just do it on Twitter if you want to you know, do a little humble brag. Do a little humble brag. Just screenshot the uh, engagements. Well, and- if you would, just quote tweet the original tweet <laughs> <laughs> with a picture. <laughs> With the picture, please. Thank you, guys. So a good week, and we are happy to be back with you all. Um, going to be hitting some news tonight, gentlemen, and then hopping into the IDP DeLorean, not the fantasy time machine. That's the fantasy footballers. We mm. don't want to step on their toes with their IP, Bobo. No, but no. shout out to Kyborg for giving us this idea. He said, hey, something you all should think about, this kind of fantasy time machine. You're coming back from the future with these bold predictions. And so we've tried to have a little fun with this. We've tried to look at certain categories, like who is 2022's Denzel Perryman? Mm -hmm. Who's the highly drafted edge rusher that is going to disappoint you for whatever reason? So we've got about 10 or so categories for tonight, and uh, we're going to hit on those in the back half of the episode And to kick things off, gentlemen, there has been a lot of news since we were last on mic. Uh, So let's get into it. And let's start with the big news. I feel like we need Connie here. We just need Connor like (laughs) off in the corner crying and then slowly falling asleep as uh, as it gets closer to 10 o'clock. Did you check on him today? Have you talked to him? Yeah, I think his response was something along the lines of like, whoa, Mm. What the hell? I think that was the only <laughs> message we got in our, <laughs> in our group text with him. Uh, but, yeah, so the big news out of Indy, something in the water there, boys. I don't know what it is that makes these uh, these fine folks that play for the Indianapolis Colts want to they retire. doing then, boys? I don't know. Is Ursay like, offering them mounds of cocaine Probably, yes. on the reg? And it's like, I'd I got to so. get out of here for, yeah. like, my health. <laughs> But Kari Willis, the safety there. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, exactly. I got to go. I got to go get back in touch with my religion. Uh, retired. And uh, third, he, he was going into, I believe, his fourth year. So he was three years in the league, decides to retire. Sounds like he's going to go into ministry uh, full time in some capacity. What that looks like uh, has yet to be determined. But very happy for Kari Willis. It's um. You know, I applaud anyone, especially that has worked their entire life to get to the NFL who reaches that mountaintop and says, before the big payday, mind you, Mm -hmm. because Kari Willis was up for a contract going into his fourth year, not a first round pick, so didn't have the fifth year rookie option. This was his chance to get the big payday. And I think I really admire someone who sits there and says, you know, I could go out and get a big fat contract from someone, but my heart's not really in it. So let me step away now and actually go pursue what I feel called to do rather than getting the bag from someone when I'm not all in on football. Mm -hmm. So props to Kari Willis. He rides off into the sunset and uh, potentially Nick Cross stepping into the fold here. Addy? You're telling me Kari Willis... He's he's gonna be a he's gonna go be a missionary, and the guy they're replacing him with his name is Nick Cross. 
I mean, that give me chills. If you need any other evidence that God is real, Addy, I don't hey, know what hey, else you to don't tell believe. You. If you don't believe after that, I don't know what to tell you. So I, I, you guys would love it if you could see our notes. It literally says, uh, "Insert Adam's missionary to cross <laughs> joke here." Get canceled immediately. So all thank the, you all for the love and support. If you're on Twitter, you saw that first. So yeah, you can't cancel us because you've already seen it. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, who is the guy there? Because I've had some questions. I've seen some drafts already. We're in these best balls. We're seeing folks. I, I saw one of our best balls. I think it was IDP best ball five right after the news broke. Bam. The next guy on the clock mm-hmm. took Nick Cross. Nick Cross. Yeah. I mean, I imagine he's the, he's the likely candidate right now. I mean, if you look at the weights of the, of the safeties there, uh, Julian Blackman's like 187 pounds. Yeah. Obviously a deep safety. Rodney McLeod, same deal. He's like 190 pounds. If you go look at Nick Cross, Six 212, foot. Yeah. 213 pounds, right? Yeah. My He's only, a thumper. My only hesitation there is just banking on rookies. Now, I think in like a best ball, mm-hmm. if you can say, all right, I'm banking on the back half of the season. Exactly right. When we see these guys tend to yeah. really start to pick up. And I agree. So I, I think that, I mean, there's a good chance that maybe they bring in Landon Collins. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can bring in someone like Jaquiski, uh, Jaquiski, Jaquiski, yeah. Jaquiski Tart. Uh, I mean, neither one of those guys are really good, but I mean, they're veterans. They've, you know, they've been around for a little bit. Uh, that could be a nice little stopgap before, you know, Nick Cross is really ready. Um, but yeah, I mean, someone will get cut too. Is I'd say I'd say there'll be some some cut candidates here coming up. Chuck Clark potentially. I've seen that floated around. Andy um, Collins. I saw. I saw. Um, Did I already say him. Yeah, he's out there still. I don't. I don't see Landon Collins. I saw our, our friend Outlaw Commissioner had a really uh, interesting comment. He said that maybe they trade for Harrison Smith, the Colts. That would be mm. a lot of fun. That would be very fun. That would be a lot of fun. Cameron Bynum. I guess I really. Hi, 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 <laughs> Evan. He's back. This still on me? Yeah, it's still on you. God. Uh, the red light. That I was my that's joke, what you look for. So no, but his was bye bye bye. No, it was actually mine. Oh, I started it. Sorry, Evan. Okay, well, <laughs> now we Bobby's can't go ahead and turn these off. <laughs> yeah, we need to fight. <laughs> I think uh, for the Colts, my bigger concern is uh, your middle linebacker. It's on yeah. the wall over here. Yeah, Darius Leonard. Yeah, um, surgery. Yeah, here's what we found out. I, I don't know if you all saw this. So it was kind of like a game. What's the song? The knee bones connect to the hip bone and all yeah, that. That's yeah. not an anatomically correct, but you know the song I'm talking about. Sure. Basically, Leezy's so pissed Close right enough. Now. Yeah, Leezy's like, Jesus Christ, I need to come on and explain an Achilles again. Uh, so, basically, his ankle issue was a result of uh, something, uh, basically a pinched nerve in his back. Mm-hmm. So, that's why he had back surgery and not ankle surgery. So, can we get this guy a good chiropractor? Mm-hmm. Please. Because I've had problems with my knees and, like, lower extremities because of pinched nerves. I don't have to have surgery. Hey, there's not scams, though, honestly. Kairos? I mean, yeah, dude. No. You're going all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. And what's it ever fixing? They start cracking you, and you crack a little more the next time, and a little more the next time until you're just I will a take no chiropractor slander on this chips. podcast. And they want to start doing more stuff, exactly. too. Yeah, start hooking you up to stuff, shocking you. <laughs> there are, there are. Stuff up your butt. Yeah, there are <laughs> scam artists out there who just want to cram stuff up your, your poop hole, but... Uh, no, there are good chiropractors, and if you don't have one, find you one. You didn't have one. to add the pH. Like, yeah. we're good. I'm with Addy. I'm skeptical. <laughs> Poop hole is a really interesting one because uh, it's not used that frequently. And yeah, it's uh, it's really gross. Like, it's really disgusting. Yeah, thank so, you So, good luck to Kari Willis. 
Uh, missionary to cross. We love it. We love to see it. Addy, what the hell is going on in New Orleans with Marcus Davenport? Weird news day, right? Yeah, hit me with the news of uh, the day from New Orleans about Marcus Davenport. So apparently Marcus Davenport had the tip of his pinky finger amputated, and he had a shoulder surgery at some point. So apparently he had an infection in his finger since college. Something in his finger kept calling, kept causing recurring infections. Yeah, and so he just got it removed. Or half of it removed. I think it's just the, the tip just, of it, right? Just the tip of his pinky finger. Just the tip. Just to see how it feels. And folks, it did not feel good. I could see that one coming. By yeah. the way. So are we now, the the, the comment from Ari Marav, uh, who was the guy that uh, tweeted this, said basically, not expected to miss any time. Not going to miss training camp. But I don't know, man. Does this give you pause at all? Addy with uh, Marcus Davenport cutting off his finger and having shoulder surgery again in June. Yeah, I mean it's not the it's not the off season news you really you, you want to hear. But uh, man, he was great last year. I mean, I know that we only got like what ten games out of him, but like on mm-hmm. a per game basis, he was averaging around like seventeen, eighteen a game. Like yep. he was a he was an elite option for you at edge. Um, so I mean, yeah, he's in a contract year. I mean, he's going to be motivated. I mean, he's got a he's got a real chance at a payday in front of him. So I mean. Um, you know, we've seen players lose digits before and, and still do fine. That's yeah. right. So we know it can happen. And it's just the tip of a pinky. Yeah. I mean, and I think he's it, it, the shoulder stuff should be fine. Everything I've, I've heard is that he should be fine and healed. That should be okay. If it was a DB or something, that'd be one thing. Yeah. Defensive lineman. Do you need your pinky for your golf swing? Uh, I'd say probably it's pretty so. pivotal. Yeah. You probably wouldn't realize, you know, that it's rock. one of those deals you don't realize what you got till it's gone. Crossing. I don't do that, though. You're I not a crosser? Mm. Wow. I never learned that way, so it's just not natural to me. Cool. Shout out Grandma, all guy. Taught me that years ago. There you go. Wish Nancy, I did. Uh, Nancy Lopez iron. Hey, don't don't think, though, it ain't, I can't whip any of y'all's ass out there. <laughs> I tell you that. Kick me up to Park Mammoth and let me just bury you there on the greens. I tell you that. All right. <laughs> Speaking of guys injured that uh, we have concerns about, Chase Young likely to start training camp on the pup mm. list due to his ACL recovery. Poll time! I was going to say, big <laughs> poll lover, tremendous presence in the space. You were running some yeah. polls out there in the Twitterverse today doing basically a Chase Young price check. Was that tied into this news, or were you just wanting to see what the vibes were on Chase Young? Just wanting to see what the vibes are. I do love how when... Addy throws the polls out there, he legitimately changes it to poll lover. Big poll lover. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, just pull over today. Oh, is it just pull over? <laughs> There's two of them. Don't need to go. I'm not doing too many of them. That was a big old thread that we got going on here. So, Chase Young value check. These are really surprising as well. They are. I have not. Okay, so I haven't seen the results for any of these. Nice. So, I'd like nice. to guess. Okay, cool. Um, so, so far on that first one, uh, folks aren't go- scrolling down. Come on. Like 154 votes on the fir- first one, 60 on next. Come on, guys. Scroll down. Open the thread. It's but you right. did say thread emoji and not the thread emoji. It's so. probably my fault. Yeah, mm-hmm. you did that. People were pissed Whole at Whole lover's that. problem. People were not giving I'll give them one, but that's it. <laughs> I don't see the thread actual emoji. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah, there's no way I can never know. All right, so Chase Young versus Aiden Hutchinson. So I'm going to say, boy, that's a tough one. I'm going to say with rookie fever, maybe like a 54 for Aiden Hutchinson. 63% Chase Young. Okay. 37% Aiden Hutchinson. That's interesting to me. That's on 154 votes. We still have 12 hours remaining, so. I want Aiden. You're listening to I do, too. 
I do too. I want Aiden. Mm-hmm. I just want the guy that's not dealing with the injury. I differed a lot you know? from these polls. Not, not, yeah, not dealing with the injury, but also like Chase Young's been pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, he was bad last year. This dude has a. I was looking today. I think it's like eight point three percent pressure rate, and that's yeah. like bad, bad. Like You're, that's not good. The uh, most interesting Chase Young tweet in a while is your Christmas tree tweet about uh oh yeah yeah the logs yeah absolutely the consistency ranks the chase young one was we'll get pretty that your, your christmas tree tweet i was like what in the hell is it was he the, talking about the little debbie the little debbie uh, yeah tweet. i get it because it looks like a christmas I tree i forgot to tweet the, the christmas tree emoji okay so <laughs> hit us with the other polls here Eddie. let's keep this thing rolling right, so, so people next, the people prefer chase young next poll and this one is honestly the mo- like maybe the most surprising to me yes chase young versus jalen phillips Okay, so ooh, this one's pretty close, honestly. Um, I'm going to say the folks still want Chase Young, but I'm going to say that it's closer because um, J- Jalen's just so swaggy. He, he, he played so well in stretches last year. He threw that thing down, that sled down. Did you see that? Oh, my God. <laughs> he has the turnover chain from the University of Miami. Um, I'm going to say Chase Young 56%. Yeah, I wish. Chase Young, 85%. Are you serious? Jalen Phillips, 15%. Wow. People should be getting offers out there for Jalen Phillips, I think, especially if, in your, if you're in your sleeper leagues, right, where he's a DL. That could have skewed it some. Maybe if a lot so. of people are thinking OLB. Maybe so. Maybe that could have. Maybe I should have put edge. But still. But still, I mean. Yeah. Good gosh. Uh, next one. Chase Young, Kayvon Thibodeau. Okay, so I think people are lower on Thibodeau than they are on Hutchinson. So I think I'm never going to not call him Thibodeau. <laughs> Thibs, Thibs. Uh, I'm going to say that Chase Young, eighty-two percent. Oh my God, freak! What? That's it. That's what it is. Eighty-two percent. Wow, Chase look Young. at me. Uh, yeah, eighteen percent for Kayvon. Beautiful mind. Next one. These are Chase Young versus Josh Allen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. 75% Chase Young. 82% Chase Young. Is all of them just 82% Chase Young? <laughs> no. We Did the same people? It varies, it varies. That's the last one like that. What do y'all think about that one? I, I want Josh Allen. I, I want all of these guys we've talked about thus far over Chase Young. I Josh think. Allen I was... Too. Yeah. Allen was a DN4 last year in RSO. Yeah, and he's and he's uh, going to have some help now. Yeah. And he only had like 9 or 10 sacks last year. Yep. It's not just Trayvon either. Like he's gonna have Devin Lloyd rushing up the middle. Like that defense is just better. Exactly. Um all right, so Hey, th- while we're on that, um something we talked about a, a couple weeks ago, the old DC from the Bucks when they had uh Levante David, Devin White, I forget who it is, but he's there with Peterson now. And something I forgot about until today, shout out my boy Fantasy Gruber bro, who's the biggest Jags fan I know right now. Um he, like, basically was responsible for Dominican Sue, Shaq Barrett's huge year, JPP kind of having a resurgence down there in Tampa Bay. So um, the dude can kind of raise up some, some uh, defensive linemen as well. So I think we've been talking a lot about the D.C. elevating the Caldwell. linebackers. Mike Caldwell. But uh, kind of like uh, I think maybe Evan had, told, had sent a tweet out saying that uh, – um, Walker and Josh Allen were standing up on the outside like OLB. So I think there could be some some crazy uh, That was a report from, yeah, from Bucky Brooks talking about what he was witnessing at Jags camp. But Evan tweeted it. Yeah, Evan sent okay. it in our group DM. I gotcha, yeah. I gotcha. But anyways, continue, Adam. Sorry. Oh, but also I got these logs pulled up. 
uh, Chase Young had he played in nine games last year. Eight of those games were under ten points. That's bad. Yeah. His best game thirteen point eight points. Wow. So what was his and, average last year? Oh, he was awful. Seven and a half points per game. Sheesh. Again, like a eight point something career pressure rate. Uh, no one wants to talk about it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. So next one we got Chase Young versus Max Crosby triple X. Matt, and I put the three X's in there, and that still didn't didn't sway. <laughs> didn't, do didn't do it. Didn't do it. Didn't sway the voters. Yeah. So, who do you? What do you think we, we got here? Um, man, people got to be. This has got to be Max, right? Max, it's not. Wow. Okay. Chase Young, sixty-five percent. Yep, sixty-seven percent. Chase Young, thirty-three percent. Max Crosby. People, come on. The pressure king. Wow. Triple X, Max Crosby, you're telling me you don't want Triple X? You don't want Pressure King? Future husband of Darnell Savage? Max Savage? <laughs> that is that is so sick. That's going to be ever, sick. If that happens. I hope it does. Uh, Chase Young versus Rashawn Gary. Oh, I'm sure this is like 87% Chase Young. 89 Chase Young, Rashawn Gary, 11%. Uh, Chase Young versus Brian Burns. Okay, I think maybe Burns gets a little more respect. I'm going to say 64 uh, 7% Chase Young. 62% Chase Young. Brian Burns, 38%. So basically, Gosh. Chase Young won every People single one of these. love Chase Young, but here we go. Which do you prefer, Chase Young or a mid-2023 first? I would say a mid-2023 first. The folks yeah. liked the first. Okay. 70% wants so the first, 30%. We, we found the price. Well, we got another one. Uh, this is closer. Which do you prefer, Chase Young or a late 2023 first? It's not much closer, though. Is it not? Mm, I think mm, I think I'd still take the first. So we're thinking like in the 9 to 12 range. Yeah. 68% want the yeah. first, Chase Young 32%. Yeah. So, I mean. If you want to go get Chase Young, and apparently a lot of folks do. Of those players. That's the price. Which ones do you want more, less than Young? Which one do you want Young over? Any of those guys? Not no. really. I mean, maybe Rashawn Gary, right? right. Sure. I, mean, I like Rashawn Gary, but I but there still was just that little bit yeah. of upside with yeah. Chase Young. I'd hate to like you know because we do know these guys take a long time to develop. Yeah. But here's the thing: I, I want Chase Young if I can buy him really, really low. Yeah. And this poll tells me you're not getting any sort of Chase Young discount. No, there's no discount. Like he is not lost. He's any still value. seen as like a top five edge asset in IDP. It seems like he is. What this is teaching you though is the opposite of that though, Josh. In that, okay, I have Chase Young and I could trade him now for a Josh Allen plus. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm doing that. Yeah, yep. if you can, if you're holding Chase Young and you're like, eh, I don't know about. I, I'd rather go out and see maybe if the you might be able to get Josh Allen in like a 2023 20, second or yeah, something. Right seriously, now. Yeah. Uh, or Max Crosby or Jalen yeah. Phillips or Kari like, Willis. Oh, man. Nick <laughs> hey, Cross, so, though. As far as the uh, 23 first, what would y'all rather have? Uh, I still want the first. Okay. Yeah, I would I'm like the first. I'm out on Chase. Late I, or I, mid. Yeah, I don't care. Okay. Obviously, I want the mid. 12th. It can be the 12th uh, pick. But, yeah, fine. I'll take late And it's well. hard to know that right now. You're not going to know for yeah. a while. So, I'm just going to keep the camera on you, Bobo, for this one. Oh, boy. Isaiah Simmons working with the safeties? Uh-huh. Him and Zavin not calling plays? <laughs> Yeah, What's going on down in Arizona, Bobo? I read an article uh, that a beat reporter put out saying that they need to run Zavin at outside linebacker. Yes, so I want to clarify this. this he may talk, have an agenda. This this talk of OLB for Zavin, this was just an opinion <clears throat> of one beat writer. This yes. was not news. He was the same dude talking about uh, – he was the one, same guy that had the – 
uh, Isaiah Simmons and David Collins, both first-round picks, and neither one of them are called that. He was the same guy. I'm glad yes. y'all fact-checked this then. Oh, yes, I this is it. not news. Uh, I was like, oh, my God. we do around like, here at the IDP show. <laughs> we don't just say stuff I, to say it. We check ourselves. <laughs> we absolutely do not check a single thing. We roll in here Aaron and read. Aaron, guys. Yeah, Aaron. His name is Aaron, guys. It's Aaron. pronounced. It's Aaron. It's Aaron. It's Aaron. Yeah. It's Aaron. Damn you it. know it's Aaron. <laughs> Damn it in your heart. So, Bobo, Isaiah Simmons, Zayvon Collins. Yeah. Are we worried at all? This is not great news. I, I, I'm not going to, like, overreact to anything, um, but, like, I don't want the drumbeat to be negative at this point in the offseason. I'm not worried about it. It's going to be Simmons and Collins. I don't think they're going to play Nick Vigil. The only thing I could maybe see is maybe they move Simmons back to maybe some type of a safety role and maybe move Jalen Thompson to the slot. But Jalen Thompson was really good last year. And I do think Buddha played deeper last year than he have, ever has. In a while, for sure. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, honestly, it's hard to put a like a pen to paper and say, look, this is 100% what the Arizona Cardinals are doing this year because, I mean, even I had a discussion with another buddy today about like who's going to get the Chase Edmonds role, and it could be like Rondell Moore. Like I'm not even going to say that it's a running back this year. Like I am not trusting anything. My name's Keontae Ingram. It's not Keontae Ingram. <laughs> Guarantee. But I'm I'm I've I'm worried. I mean, you don't like seeing Simmons. It's play. not positive. Simmons it's is not good. good news. Simmons is good in coverage. But PFF wise, supposedly Zavin was good in coverage coming out of college as well. We didn't get to see that a ton last year, but Sounds oh my like gosh. Simmons has taken on a, a much bigger leadership role from everything I've been hearing. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I've seen that too. Sounds like he's holding people accountable. Telling people to pick it up and stuff like that. I've seen that. I've seen the leadership hype stuff. Yeah. I saw Isaiah Simmons gassing up uh, Zayvon Collins as well, saying like he he belongs, like he acts like you know mm-hmm. he's kind of carrying himself like he deserves to be here. So he that needs stuff's to. all good. It was a seventh pick in the draft. Yeah. So that's. Um, I think they're both going to be fine. I think so too. I mean, that team's going to suck. Gonna the only thing that worries, think, yeah, me. exactly. I don't think they're going to be very good, right? Yep. I mean, yep. they're, they've lost a lot of pieces. Chandler Jones, Christian Kirk. This is just one more like DeAndre Hopkins has been in the first six games. One more thing you're writing on the whiteboard about like pros and cons for Kim and Kingsbury. It's like this is a freaking con. Don't what be are we surprised. Doing here? Five and twelve. But the there's a great piece from Deontay Lee over at the Athletic ranking the defensive guys from the 2020 draft. Mm-hmm. And he talked about Isaiah Simmons, and they like they envision him as this Swiss Army knife, and he does everything like okay, yeah, but he doesn't do anything really, really well. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of this like uh, jack of all trades, master of none was basically w- his, how he summed up Isaiah Simmons. His third year, he's also twenty two, twenty three. You don't have a real great like coaching staff. Like nobody's there saying Isaiah, this is your role. He's probably there like, what the hell y'all want me to do? Yeah. Like. I Can I just know. be a linebacker? Exactly. Do I have oh, to be get out there with the safeties yeah. today if you would? Yeah. Let's make the internet. Can you punt? Out. Yeah. Can you punt, Isaiah? <laughs> We'd like that. That'd be great. Let's talk about some dudes getting paid, y'all. It's uh, it's bring out the bag season. Apparently, Minka Fitzpatrick, aka Stinkish Fitzpatrick, shout out John Macri, got paid four year deal worth eighteen point four million a year. Aaron Donald also secured the bag on a three-year, $95 million deal, basically $65 million over the first two years with a $30 million third-year option. And then contract negotiations have begun between the Chargers and Derwin James. John Macri has offered up his house as collateral on Derwin's new deal. Mm-hmm. 
Gentlemen. In a startup with Macri, and he took uh, Derwin in the ninth round. Are we... Uh, he, freak. He's, he's, go- freak. he's going to take Derwin very high in this All-22 draft, right? Oh, yeah. There's a good chance he's maybe his first pick. That's what I, I think he's late in the in the draft, like in the draft order. No so, chance he's getting yeah. there. If I'm ahead of you, John, he's yeah. gone. Taking him he's, in the first round, he baby. He's just going, despite him. He's going Derwin Kyle Hamilton. <laughs> yes, he's going to stack them. He's yes, going to stack them, them drippy safeties. Uh, so, yeah, Bobo, congrats. Aaron Donald, I called it, I think, on the last pod we were on. I said, wait about two weeks and this deal's yeah. going to be done. And they got it done even quicker than that. So I'm sure you're happy to have AD back in the house for – at least the next couple years, I'd say. I think him and Cup's deal has been done for a while. I think they've probably known that this was uh, this was going to happen. I am a little worried about Stafford. He's not throwing the ball right now. Um, Sig actually talked on their pod this morning about that. Um, just that it's always bizarre when you're in June and your head, you know, your starting quarterback's not throwing not throwing the football. But back to AD. Now we know our window. It's three years. Yep. And I, I literally think after what's gone on with his whole I might retire type of crap. I think you've got two to three years. If you want to play him for two years, that's probably your highest window. I think you have two, window. and if you're optimistic, you have three. Now's your peak window. If you feel like selling Aaron Donald, I know everybody always wants to talk about like how he can regress and he's getting older and all that crap. Nope. I'm, I'm going to hold him for another two years. I'll probably hold him to retirement. I really freaking don't care. What was it? Uh, what could you cash out for, though? Right now? Yep. Could you get a first? If you can get a first, you're probably doing it. Probably cash out? Probably do it. Not a 22 first. I would want a 23 first. Yeah, I think so too. That was, uh, what was it our boy H-Bomb said? Like the player that's, he's he's dying on my roster. I think it was maybe Cam Jordan or like Cam Hayward. Yeah, something that like was, that. Is, is, that's kind of like how I feel you should be about Aaron yeah. Donald is like, this guy's just going to die on my roster. I will say my vision is skewed because he is my defensive tackle in our defensive tackle league. That's so right. on Sleeper, I get it. If you want to go ahead and sell him at peak value right now, let loose and, and go get you know somebody who's an up and comer. What about uh, what about this one? Aaron Donald or Chase Young? Oh, and Aaron sleeper. Donald. Sleeper. Aaron Donald. And Dynasty. Yeah. I think I'd rather have Aaron Donald. I mean, they're close. I think yeah. Because the, you have the potential, right? Like Chase Young, in seventy five percent likelihood, is going to have a long, fruitful career that has maybe not the peaks we were thinking and envisioning when he first came into the league, but. At the very worst, a really solid DN, high-end DN2 type of player for your roster. You've got, but you have two years of Aaron Donald being potentially the D lineman one yeah. for the entire NFL. Yeah, you have a cheat code at defensive tackle. Exactly. Uh, and even in sleeper, he's, I think like Aaron Donald in redraft should be like the sixth or seventh guy off the board. You took him there. I did. I think yeah. after after those after those three, uh, Bosa, yeah. Watt, uh, T.J. Watt, and then Miles um, Garrett. Yeah, I think that your next guy is Aaron Donald. You did that in the last uh, best ball, and I was like, "Huh, Adam doesn't take Donald a lot." That was interesting to me. I did. Yeah, how many Donald shares do you have? Bit. I felt like I just thought was, about it after yeah. I did the logs and stuff, and kind of saw just like what just solid. He's mean. just. He's just he's set got it and forget that, it. He's yeah, kind of the t- high ceiling. He's kind of the TJ Watt of the interior, really. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and that's what I've been trying to use these best balls to like do some different things. Like I, when the yeah. live video I did earlier this week using the the tier sheet from the IDP yeah. draft kit, I was like, this, this is IDP best ball five. I said I'm just going to go with a linebacker heavy build. Yeah. I haven't done that. I've typically done DL heavy builds, especially like and then flooded my LB spot with these dual designation guys, which. I do think is the best kind of model, 
but I really liked the start that I had for yes. this linebacker heavy build. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, boy, these are some nice linebackers. This and is still, the four, IDP mm-hmm. number four. This is number best five. Ball. You guys are not actually in five. So let me read off here. This Again, use these best balls. DM the show account at the IDP show if you want to get in some of these best balls. I'm going to try to do ten of them. We're going through four and five right now. So we're just going to be running them. No timers, five bucks per league, all off season. So hit us up if you would like to get in one of these. But yeah, let me give you guys the rundown because it will show you I'm drafting. It's a 10-team draft. I'm drafting from the nine hole, and I went with four linebackers right off the top, technically five because the fifth guy was dual designation. But I went Jordan Brooks, Fred Warner, Logan Wilson, Devondre Campbell. Those were the first four guys off the board. And then went Jalen Phillips at the 509. I love that. Kayvon Thibodeau coming back at the 602. Zadarius Smith at the 709. Quiddy Pay, Christian Wilkins, Kyle Hamilton, Carl Lawson, Leonard Williams, Von Bell, Eric Armstead. So that just goes to show, even going with a linebacker heavy build, and Evan was going the exact opposite. He went DL heavy build with his first uh, six picks being DLs. So that just shows you you can get some nice guys in the later rounds of these best balls. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, Quiddy Pay and Christian Wilkins in the eighth and ninth round, Carl Lawson, Leonard Williams in the 11th and 12th with Armstead in the 14th. Look at you. So I like the Christian Wilkins sliding. Yeah, I kind of like the uh, linebacker build. I'm not going to lie. Who uh, who are you taking before you get over there and do whatever you're doing? You taking Young or you want Donald in in the uh, dynasty sleeper? That is really tough. That's a great question. That is really tough, man, because it is. It's one of those like, do you want three years of elite protection or do you want it's almost maybe a, ten years of who knows? I don't. Chase Young is just such a question mark to me. It's almost a situational type thing of what type of team are you? Can you run for it the next year or two? Great. Yeah. Go with Donald. Yeah. If you're a contender and yeah, if you're you know maybe coming off a win or something, or I feel, very I feel close. like you're wanting to answer uh, Chase Young. Kinda, you know how me, you know how I do. Like I do, I, I, I like them youngins. Yeah, you do like them youngins. I like them youngins, especially them Chase youngins. Josh, Don't clip that. Don't clip that. Josh, Internet. you get five thousand points for uh, selecting AD. Thank you. I just like I'm, the I'm sure thing. I'm docking you ten thousand. I just like this sure thing. <laughs> Let's talk about some dudes who were up in their feelings and whatnot on Twitter this week to wrap up the news segment here. Brian Burns, I'm just going to hit these rapid fire, folks, and then we can talk through what y'all want to talk through. Brian Burns said it is pissing him off to be stuck at nine sacks the past two seasons. Uh, 25 sacks incoming for Brian, pissed off Brian <laughs> Burns, potentially. Uh, Jamin Davis prefers to play outside, but says he can also play the Mike linebacker role. And then I really enjoyed this one. Devondre Campbell was up in them fields yesterday on Twitter. This is a direct quote. One day when I'm retired, they're going to look back and check the tape and realize that I've always been a top 15, 10 to 15 player at my position since the day I came into this league. So let's fact check this, Devondre Campbell. His yearly finishes, according to PFF grading, at his position, 70th of 88 in 2016, 23rd, okay, of 85 in 2017, 68th of 91 in 2018, 2019, he was 71st of 89 linebackers. 2020, 59 out of 83. 2021, 2 of 87. So, finished well. Had the nice year there in 2017, finishing 23rd out of 85. Otherwise, he's averaging about LB70 out of roughly 85 or 90 linebackers. But hey, Addy, confidence is good. He does have dreadlocks, too. He does have confidence. He has dreadlocks, which we love. Um, 
Visor, probably, I think, yeah. Yeah, I mean. He's trippy. You know, you, you, you like your professional athletes to have confidence in their abilities, so Devondre Campbell's got that going for him. This reminds me of what Adam was saying on the last podcast, too, about we're not 2021 stat drafters. Like, everybody else on Sleeper is going to go to who had the most points last year, and they're going to crazy overdraft Quandre Diggs because he had a great year and didn't realize he tore his – Fibula, like late in the year. Toward that fibula, right? Lesus is rolling in his grave right now. I think it was a fibula. Oh, you, you, Quandre Diggs is better than Jamal Adams. You break your fibula. You don't tear <laughs> your fibula. My apologies, Lesus. That's a bone. But what I was saying was, um, you know, this is like recency. Like, just show me what Devondre Campbell did with the team that he's going to be on again this year. He was two out of 87. Great. That's going to be the same again for this year. I don't really care what he did in 2016, 2017, 2018. He can talk. Everybody wants to talk on Twitter, whether you're a player, whether you're an analyst, whether you're a freaking bot. Everybody's got comments right whether now. Whether you're a bot. Um, He's home. Hey, He's home. Hey, bots have hearts too, Josh. He's home. I did see that news yeah. out of uh, out of the Google. Did you see this, Adam? No, what's going on? The uh, There's a, no a guy idea. that That's was scaring me. fired by Google <laughs> that said the AI kind of like chat bot oh. that like Google was hyping up like this is the most intelligent like AI chat bot we've ever created. He said that this thing became sentient. What and does that word mean, Josh? It just means it thinks it's alive. For Adam. Just for Adam. It, to it believes it has a soul. Uh, it was having these deep philosophical discussions. He compared it to like a really inquisitive like 9 to 10 year old. Yikes. Which is like, that's like, this is when they, sh- when they have the term, when the bots are watching the Terminator movie of like them conquering the stupid humans, that's how the movie starts. It starts with this little wow. chat bot yeah. that Google created. And some people probably like keep it going and that's what makes, you know, eventually yeah. that thing's going to get too smart. Too smart. All the nukes are going to launch and all the hell's going <laughs> to break loose and folks, what are we doing? Sentient. Love that. It's a good word. Learned it. We'll be able to sleep tonight. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> Appreciate y'all listening. Hope you have some good nightmares. But we're going to go to break here. And when we come back, we're going to hop in the IDP DeLorean and talk about some bold predictions for 2022. But, gentlemen, we mentioned before we go to break, the All-22 League, we got our draft coming up July 30th. We're going to have the guys from All-22 on to talk through our draft halls. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Look forward to that. Uh, in early August, but if you're wanting to try out all 22, use our promo code IDP show. I don't think I've seen an ID, uh, a promo code this yeah. good before, boys. 40% off. How about that, Addy? Woo! You love to see it. So check it out. All 22 IDP show for 40% off your all 22 league. And then while you're out there, upping your fantasy football game, mm-hmm. go check out the IDP draft kit, Bobo. We're going to be updating it to reflect all this news that we just talked about. Shoot, yeah. We're going to raise AD, putting him up high as the sky. Nick Cross. Nick DB1. Gary Willis going to be elevated even higher. Man of the cloth. Yes, sir. Get him up there. Worst in the blood. <laughs> all right, we're going to go before we say something completely off the rails, but y'all don't go anywhere. We will be right back.
What's up, everybody? Josh here with the IDP Show. Now, if you've been listening to our show for any amount of time, you've probably heard of Reality Sports Online, the powerful fantasy sports platform where league members get to build and manage their fantasy team like an NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? It's time to see what all the buzz in the Dynasty community is about, and the IDP show is making it happen for listeners. We've partnered up with RSO to offer new members 10% off their annual site fee. Just use promo code IDP show after your 14-day trial is complete. So, what are you waiting for? With RSO, you have free agency, multi-year contracts, a rookie draft, multi-team trades, franchise tags, contract extensions, first-round rookie options, automated contract and salary cap functionality, and much, much more. Like we said, it's the closest thing you can get to being an NFL general manager. Think it sounds complicated? It's not. The best thing about Reality Sports Online Fantasy Front Office is that it doesn't take any more time than a standard league. It just requires more strategy. Think you're among the fantasy elite? Well, this is the platform to test your mettle. Just remember to use the promo code IDP Show to get 10% off the site fee. Again, that's promo code IDP Show to get 10% off the site fee for your leagues in 2022. Fantasy just got real with Reality Sports Online. Welcome back to the IDP show. And if you needed a good reason to check out the YouTube, you got to see us rocking out coming back from break. So make sure you're checking out the YouTube. Follow us over there. We're putting out some good videos. And uh, Addy, we should give a shout out to our boy Bartiz for this fire ass song that we have intro, ad break, and outro. Our boy hooked us up. This song rocks. Uh, it's his new single. I believe Heavy Hearts, right? Heavy Heart from his new upcoming album, Farm to Table. It'll be out June 17th. What is that? That's in two days. That's Thursday. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh, so, what? yeah, I mean, shout 17th out to Barty. Is, yeah, Friday. Shout out to Barty's. That dude is like so talented. Uh, he's he's going to be a big deal. He's, he's put out a, a few albums already. I mean, go check out his stuff. They're all just a bunch of smashes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bartis is awesome. Like, there's no really genre you can box that guy into. He does a lot of stuff. He raps. He sounds like uh, a rocker on a lot of songs. He, he's he's amazing. He's amazing. He'll sing. Uh, just does a lot of stuff, kind of like us. Right? Yeah. We're Swiss Army knives. Yeah. You know, we can do a lot of things. Yeah. But we are jack of all trades and master of all trades. But shout out to Barty Strange. Very cool to get to use his music on the pod. Uh, yeah, you just reached out to him. I was like, hey, man, love your music. Would love to have you on the show. That's the thing, man. These mu- these musicians, I mean, they're starving people just to hear their stuff. Like, yeah. they don't make any money off of CDs anymore or, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Like, they're not making anything off these streaming services. They're, they they rely on people buying their merch and going to see them on going tour. Going to see their shows. So yep. they just want people to, to hear their stuff. Uh, but, yeah extremely thankful to Barty's. Uh, he's one of my favorite artists and, uh, it's just cool to, we just want to make the show cooler. Yeah. yeah. That's one thing I love Bobo is that Addy brings us these like new musical acts, whether it's, 
you know, local stuff like Sugar Daisy or Astronomy Club. Mm-hmm. Now we got Barty's. We've got some other dudes that Addy's already gotten the thumbs up from with some other artists in the works. And I go check out this stuff, and I'm like, Addy's music palette is just incredible. Oh, yeah. Just unreal. Always, always has been. Unreal eye for talent. Unreal ear. We know the sniffer's messed up because he has the deviated septum. Mm-hmm. But I always, so I'm always like, all right, am I going? I'm not a huge music guy, so I'm like, am I going to like these musical uh, artists that Addy's bringing our way? This stuff has just been fire that Addy's been serving up to us. It's been good. It's been a blessing. Been a blessing. I mean, Sugar Daisy slaps. Astronomy yeah. Club was great. Mm-hmm. But now we've got Barty's. I went through and kind of looked through his Spotify catalog and played some of his top songs. Yeah, dude's awesome, man. That, that um, Heavy Heart song reminds me of something that's going to be on like a. It's going to be on a network show. We're gonna we're gonna hear this at some point on some sort of television or movie. He's about to blow up, boys. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, he's, like, he's like the Jalen Phillips yeah. of music. Oh, that's a nice comp. I like that. Might be because of us. We might do it. For I him. think we're a big reason. Yeah, well, <laughs> he is. We is where he is. The next <laughs> the next album is going to be called Thank You IDP Show. Sure, sure. Love that. So thank you to Barty's for letting us use your music. Y'all go check them out on Spotify. And if you like it, consider getting some of the merch. Going to the shows, like Addy said, that's how these guys make their money. So let's support artists that we like. Gentlemen, it is time to hop into the IDP DeLorean, go to the end of the 2022 season, and come back with some spicy predictions for the upcoming season. So, we're touching on a lot of different categories. We put these together. We had Aaron drum up some candidates for each one of these, and so we're going to read through honorable mention, runner-up, and then the winner, and we'll discuss a little bit of why we think these players that we have chosen fit these particular categories. So let's start with the aforementioned Denzel Perryman for 2022. We're calling this one Darkest Before the Dawn. The linebacker who had high hopes was forgotten and resurrects their career on a new team despite all odds, a la Denzel Perryman, in 2021 with the Las Vegas Raiders. Some honorable mentions for this one. Speaking of the Las Vegas Raiders, Jayon Brown, Christian Kirksey of the Houston Texans. The runner-up who Bobby voted for was Zach Cunningham of the Tennessee Titans. But your winner, the one that Adam and I voted for, Miles Jack, now with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Averaged 8.3 points per game in 2021. Graded pretty horrifically across the board, except on his tackling grade. So, Addy, why do we think Miles Jack has the potential to be 2022's Denzel Perryman? Well, I mean, look what's around him. Devin Bush, who's been a pretty much huge bust so far. Joe um, Schobert's gone. Schobert's gone. Um, Vince Williams is gone. He Yeah, he's been gone. Uh there's just not a lot of you know not a lot there. Is, is Big Bob still there? Bob's still there. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, I mean, um, and Miles Jack has been good for IDP. He had a stretch. He had a stretch. I need to pull up the previous stuff. But I think if we're looking at this, is not one of those that's going to really excite you, Bobo. Yeah, because it's like who was excited about Denzel Perryman? But we're trying to get ahead of the curve and say. If there's going to be this sort of dark horse, muddy stats guy, Miles Jack seems like a pretty good candidate. Yeah, I mean, last year with Jack, he did have two double-digit tackle games. He had five double-digit scoring games. Um, wasn't great, but you guys are right. It was pretty telling that they cut Schobert. Um, and now 
maybe it's going to be Miles Jack and Devin Bush. But I will say, I did think Miles Jack was pretty bad when he was the green dot in Jacksonville. Um, he didn't play well until, I don't know, really Schobert was kind of the middle linebacker, and then Jack kind of was able to play more of the weak side. Um, I don't know. I just don't know what type of role they're going to you know, put Jack in. Is he going to be the middle linebacker? Or are they still going to – I don't know. He's going to have opportunities. I don't know how good he's going to be. But, yeah. it, I mean, none of these other guys on this list were great. I mean, essentially this is a perfect person for this award, for this yeah. uh, for this name. Nobody's this excited about Miles Jack, but these are the types of guys that can jump up and surprise you. Who was pumped about Denzel Perryman last year? Nobody. Yeah. Right? That's just kind of what this is about. This is a redraft situation. Yes. Yes, we don't want Miles not, Jack No, not for Dynasty. Mm-hmm. This, We've this got him ranked way down there. Yeah, this is a good uh, redraft-focused episode if those are primarily the types of leagues you play in. But, it, I mean, he's definitely like a – he certainly could see his value yeah. increase. I mean, he's he's worth basically nothing at this point. Well, like a fifth-round pick, maybe? Yeah, if that. Yeah. He, he might be out there on waivers in some leagues. Probably. No. Um, so, it's, here's the thing. we got to remember, going from – Suburban Meyer and that god awful Jacksonville Jaguars team. To now you're on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, like that's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. you know. So in terms of upgrading the surroundings, and clearly uh, it was just never fit there in Jacksonville. No. So I mean, they've been yeah. they've been bringing in linebackers like off the you know assembly line. It's just a bad situation. Yeah, with the dysfunctional franchise. I guess for me, I know the I know this is about this is about Miles um, Jack. I still think about. Devin Bush a lot. Just like, what if he turns it around? Like, mm-hmm. do you think it's too, is he too far gone? He's still young, eyes? man. Not really. I mean, he's, the, I mean, it's, what is it, year four now? Yeah. And that's not, it's not great. great. Yeah. He hasn't showed much at all to this point. But, I mean, again, the opportunity, someone is going to have to eat there. So, I mean, he's never had a better opportunity probably than this next year. Well, and like you always say to Josh, you know, follow the team's money. And they keep bringing in linebackers. So maybe the team just knows, like, Maybe it'll be Big Bob and yeah, and Miles Jack. Yeah, you know, it's potential. I don't know. That'll be one of those deals but, where you want to definitely keep up with what's going on in camp. Listen to the drumbeat coming out of training camp. Bush yeah, has been banged up in the last couple of years, hasn't he? He hasn't been yeah, super he's healthy. Been, yeah, exactly right. Hmm. Yeah, Miles Jack is just one of those ones you kind of talk about too, Josh, where you just kind of you pinch your nose, you close your eyes, and just kind of hold your nose and start him. Just up. look away. But looking at the career grades, I mean, yeah, he's not been the worst. I mean, he's he's had some decent years. Two thousand. Uh, 2016, he had a 64.5 overall PFF grade. 2017 was 71.7, 68.3 in 2018, 45.9 in 2019, 69.1 in 2020, and then last year, of course, it dipped. But again, just an awful situation there in Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we'll see. But this was the, if you're looking at that sort of archetype, this is the one that we like the best for 2022's Denzel Perryman. Let's move to the next category here, gentlemen. We are calling this one All Hat, No Cattle. Bobby, I know you can appreciate this one. The flashy, highly drafted edge player. Who will disappoint you? This would pretty much be the Chase Young Award from last year. Uh, But we have the honorable mentions, Chase Young, Kayvon Thibodeau, Aiden Hutchinson, Brian Burns. I voted for Joey Bosa. And you gentlemen voted for the winner from the Washington Commanders, Montez Sweat. Going off the board as the edge 20 right now, scored 9.1 points per game in 2021 and graded pretty well, 75.6 overall with an 82.4 run grade. Montez Sweat, 
I have noticed myself in opportunities where I've had the chance to draft Montez Sweat like in these best balls, just kind of staying away. Yeah, just like I don't know what it is really. You just is it feel just, like the upside's not really. Is it a stink on the Commanders? The Commanders, yeah, that's not that doesn't seem like a, a, a fun team at the moment, and yeah, I don't know, but but either way, Sweat just hasn't. He just doesn't have those humongous games, mm-hmm. right? Um, he hasn't yet, at least. I'm, and I mean, I know he had the he had the health stuff last year. He broke his jaw. That was unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, when that happens, I hate to see it. Mm-hmm. Babo, what's what's your temperature on the sweet man? I still like Montez Sweat. I would still rather have Montez Sweat over Chase Young. The thing for Sweat is look back at twenty twenty. So in twenty twenty, he actually had nine sacks. Two forced fumbles, an INT, and a touchdown. He had two 20-point games, and he also had, by my counting, eight double-digit scoring games. So I do think 2021 kind of blurs the vision just a touch um, because he did only rack up five sacks last year. But I think with a healthy Chase Young, hopefully Young plays some this year. Um, I don't know what that defense is going to look like. (sighs) Wow. Hopefully they play our boy Jamin Davis. I don't know what those safeties are going to look like, but there should still be Jonathan Allen. There should still be Deron Payne. I know Ioannidis, I think, is gone. I don't know. I like Sweat. I know I'll probably elevate him too high. He probably is more of a DL2, and in my eyes, I probably see him more as a DL1. Wow. You don't want him as a DL1, though. Yeah, you're right. right? You're right. You're right. I, I, you're not going to feel comfortable if he's your best. If you have him piece. as a DL1, you better have a stacked bunch of linebackers yeah. that yeah. you took ahead of him. Yeah. You, you punted DL if you're going you have with like him as your DL one. Sweat and Ogba or something like that. Yeah. 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 That man, I'm tired of Washington. That team sucks, man. Then the stink right now with Jack Del Rio and his yeah. comments and Ron Rivera saying he has the First Amendment printed out on his desk and he reads it several times a day to try to What in God's name is going on in Washington? The Del Rio stuff you say that? Yeah. That was so weird. That that's what I'm saying. Rivera has the First Amendment printed out on his desk and says that he reads it every day because he takes it very seriously and wants to understand the First Amendment. <laughs> like what in what in the hell, Washington? Like Man. what kind of curse was placed upon this franchise for them just to be forever the laughing stock of the NFL? Montez Sweat is only twenty five. And he's 6'6", 262. Oh, he's a freak. This he's is his fo- profile. This is his fourth year in the league, and they did exercise the fifth-year option. Um, I don't know. If you can buy Montez Sweat low, I'm fine with that right now. If you can sell him high, I'm also fine with that now. In fairness to us, it, it was like we had to choose between some good players. Like you, you had mm-hmm. to put good players up there. Like yeah. it, was, it was like you know him, Joey Bosa. Who else was it? Yeah, it was uh, Brian Burns, the two rookies, Hutchinson and Thibodeau, and then Chase Young. So, I mean, that's why. It's, you not, know, it's not Burns. You got to spend. You, I mean, it's not like sweat's not cheap. I mean, yeah. he's he's uh, he's like you know, you got to spend like a probably like a top fifteen twenty pick on him. I was I gonna mean, say in these IDP only best balls, he's probably going second round. I think we're wrong, guys. Sweat, sweat. Uh probably like fourth or fifth. I think he's that late. Okay, I think we're wrong. I think th- I think based off of your polls, I think Chase Young maybe should have been our selection. Chase he, Young probably should have been the our public yeah. opinion of Chase exactly Young is still right. super high. Chase Young would be who, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm team yeah, Faye, Chase Young. Edge 20 the, I mean, for Montez Sweat. The guys coming off a torn ACL in November yeah. are going to start on the pup. Again, the pressure rates have been bad. We saw that the him actually at fantasy football is not good mm-hmm. so far. 
he, he had moments in, in year one, but again, he was still spotty in year one. Mm-hmm. Came on at the end, I think, but We're guy with, hasn't been very good so far. It's yeah. telling that both of these yes. uh, Washington commander edge rushers that we were so excited about are the guys we're batting around as the best options for the all-hat no-cattle award. Montez Sweat has been okay. I mean, a nine-sack year is exactly what Brian Burns had. He was injured last year. That 2020 year was good. I looked at the log. That's a pretty pretty solid log. We liked it. We could maybe assume, based on pressure rate, based on what he had done at the beginning of the season before he got hurt, you were looking at maybe another eight, nine, ten-sack year. Yeah, so we're going to pivot to Chase Young. Yes. Chase Young is your winner of the All Hat No Cattle Award. (laughs) Yeehaw. So next up here, gentlemen, we have the – can you digs it award the breakout CB who will outscore most safeties? Of course, in reference to Trayvon Diggs last year being one of the top scoring DBs. Before you get there, yes, are y'all trading uh, Diggs right now? If you have him, yes. Trayvon, yes. Oh God, yes. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm always happy to trade that, a cornerback. Best call ever was last year. After I think his like what his start where he had like seven or eight. Yes, interceptions. I think he had seven or eight interceptions in the first seven games or something. And Josh was like, yeah, you gotta definitely trade that. And then he didn't get – he was terrible the second half. So the rest he didn't do anything? Not nearly okay. – not the way he started, no. He had fine, He had a few games. Anybody want to come offering a high pick for a quarterback, well, please? I don't think they're going to do that. I'm just – I'm not super crazy about trading him. Just because I don't care how many yards he gives up. If he gets an INT that game and still gives up a touchdown and 100 yards that receiver, I don't care. I'm not getting docked for those points. No. But I am. He is a good. He is a good. That's what we'll talk. That's why I wanted to bring this up. He's a great. These cornerbacks. I've come to realize in these best ball drafts, these cornerbacks are nice targets for your DB slot because. Remember, we were having this conversation like better than your safety. Why the hell are the top scoring DBs all cornerbacks? It's because they have these pop games early in the season. They get two picks, and they have these really big spikes. And when there's not a whole lot of points to go around, these spike weeks really elevate people into like the top scoring, that top twelve, top fifteen of their position. So that's the perfect kind of player that you want on a best ball team you want those spike weeks from these cbs and i was like i was thinking about that too like the whenever i do the uh consistency charts for defensive backs and cornerbacks that'll be very interesting to see like yeah red how, green red green red, how, red 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 green and like who's having the more 30 point games yes. cornerbacks or safeties or i would think for sure cornerbacks cornerbacks yeah yes. and it's going to be random you're not going to want to do it but in best ball who cares you know if you get same thing like denzel ward he's always a great value um there's tons of those. I like Chauncey Gardner-Johnson quite a bit. I was going to say, some of the honorable mentions here. Kyle Fuller, Denzel Ward, DJ Reed, Marcus Jones, the Sigmund Bloom Originals, slated to be New England's kick and punt returner, Chauncey Gardner-Deuce-Johnson. But the winner, Bobbo, sure. that we both voted for, was A.J. Terrell from the Atlanta Falcons. 12.1 points per game in 2021, 82.6 overall PFF grade. Mm-hmm. He fully broke out last season, and I'm just expecting more of the same from A.J. Terrell. Yeah, I think so, too. I think uh, that team's going to be bad. I think the corners are going to play a lot. Shout-out to our boy Johnny the Greek for his uh, weekly cornerback article, which is a staple in the IDP community if you want to be a winner. Um, but, no, A.J. Terrell, I'm not always a fan of drafting these, like, super elite corners, um, especially in, like, a CB league. Like, exactly what you're talking about, Josh. If you want to make – your league mates feel like absolute morons, then just take DL and linebackers just until you get blue in the face. Just just take your last, whatever, seven picks, all DBs. Legereus Sneed, 
Kenny Moore. Make them all CBs. Marlon Humphreys, Jalen Ramsey, and you're going to walk to the championship. I think I may try that in this best ball five that we're doing right now because I, I grabbed uh, Kyle Hamilton was my first DB. Mm-hmm. I grabbed Von Bell. So maybe give me like a little bit of a safe floor with these safeties. I might just run out a bunch of CBs like a, best ball. As, as my last like I, five or six picks. That's the move in best ball. I think that's the it's way to do it. Before I forget this, does Kenny Moore... On sleeper, we need to clarify that. Kenny Moore plays slot corner at all? Oh, yeah. He is, primarily. He, he is the number one slot corner in the NFL. Everyone always needs to pay attention to that. If you're looking for your big scoring safeties, typically they're playing a ton of slot snaps. But hold on. Who just retired today? Gary Willis. I know. I thought the same thing. Link like, those at all. Like, hey, what if we moved him? No, I think he'll stay in the slot. He's so, so good at the slot. And he's also holding out right now. So there's a okay. little bit of ambiguity with Kenny Moore. I think the Colts will pay him, but he's unhappy with his contract but situation. I feel like that's good for his tackle numbers to get Carl oh, yeah. Willis out of there. Yeah. I yeah. mean, more tackles to go around. Kenny Moore's a, a little magnet. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get a lot of hate from the uh, the analytics community saying, you know, he's just a playmaker. I don't care. Dog. He's got that dog in him. I just want every time we get. Kenny Moore, it literally is, though. Yeah. He's a. He's a he is. He yep. got, he's the he's the inspiration for that meme. He's one of the most fun players to watch in the league. Uh-huh. Pocket sized playmaker. Mm-hmm. So congrats to AJ Terrell, the winner of the Can You Digs It Award. That uh, makes me want to say, Woo! Thank you, Adam. I need to get the uh, who'd you get on the board so we can save your your lungs. Also, mm-hmm. added a couple little surprises for y'all here. Uh, I love being back in the shack with y'all, and I think there's a, a new writer for the Athletic that likes being back in the shack as well. But I'm happy to be here and happy to, uh, to join join the shack. Join the shack. Thank you, Nate. Love Tice. that. Thank you, Nate. But to balance out the love from Nate, we have to get a little bit of the pessimism from uh, Greg Rosenthal. If I wanted an article to not be read that much, it, mm-hmm. I'd write about IDP. <laughs> so sh- shout out Greg and Nate for keeping us balanced here. Fair and balanced. That's the IDP show promise. We're going to get real high with you, and we're going to get real low with you as well. Humble us and bring That's us back amazing, down to That's amazing, Josh. Well done. I was thinking, I was like, I can't wait clap. to see you and Indy, Greg. Yeah, I'm going to just punch I'm stun him. your ass, son. <laughs> Hit him with a stone cold stunner. That would be amazing. You, I mean, that would probably be the best thing that ever happened to the show. I think so. I think that would be <laughs> For good sure, go viral. We're all chumming it up. Hey, how are you guys? And Adam's uh-uh. pummeling Greg. It's like, why is Adam? The, he goes yeah. in for the handshake. Nope, I'm coming with the foot. Why is Adam <laughs> storming in with like a really red? Uh, face right now. <laughs> oh, we just stone cold stunned Greg Rosenthal. I've got my little uh, Beats pill playing the stone cold yeah. music. Your Beats pill. <laughs> I like that you gave the specific brand name for it's that. The only one that came to the mind. <laughs> Hope you guys know that one. Hope you guys understand what it is. I'm t- it does look like a red pill. Oh my god, Dr. Dre. Hey, right? raise the. Your I love how your hands can go basically uh, parallel to the floor. Yeah, do that, Joshy. No. What? This is another reason to check out the YouTube. Adam and Bobby both have these He's damn double jointed wrists. Like, oh, that dude. Like, man, man. My hands weren't normal? Yeah. Oh, weird. Your hands don't go parallel to the floor? That would be a no, terrible waiter. Weirdo. Bad waiter. Let's go to the next award here. The Pift. This is the player who grades well for PFF, but will underwhelm for IDP. Hence, the Pift. Mm. So and that one didn't hit. Arn. Yeah, that was actually mine. I came up with all these titles by though, so uh, <laughs> you can suck it. Uh, honorable mentions: Javon Holland, Antoine Winfield Jr., and Von Miller. But the winner, unanimous across the board, the new Baltimore Ravens safety, the seventy million dollar man, Marcus Williams. 
come on down. 8.4 points per game in 2021. Graded at an 80.1. Hey, this is just, for me, the perfect encapsulation of what Marcus Williams does well. Gets him highly paid, but does not translate to IDP. 85% of his snaps were played at free safety. Played deep. So, I mean, that's all you really got to say there. Yeah. He's just not going to be close to the line of scrimmage. Not going to be getting... Uh, a lot of tackles, not going to be getting in the backfield and getting tackles for loss, sacks. He's just not that type of guy. Not a box banger, which is what we want. And only two ints playing deep, so no bueno. He'll have. He's like a. He's almost like a like a cornerback a yeah. little bit. Yes, you know, he's going to have splash weeks, but you know, you. Know I wouldn't mind taking him late in like a best ball Maybe, draft. Yeah, sure. Maybe get like one or two splash yep. weeks, but um, hope that he has just a big interception year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's a reason this guy got highly paid. It is not for his IDP point scoring prowess. Why were y'all saying Chuck Clark's name earlier? Is, did they release him? No, they, just they as talked a, about. Yeah, okay. just taking Kyle a, Hamilton. Yeah, he's a bit of a redundant asset. Although I've heard talk from the coaches that they are going to get all three of these safeties on the field. Yeah, I don't think they'll release him. I think he's. I don't either. They probably actually need him. He's probably a leader of that defense. Man, honestly. are y'all getting more and more like scared that Kyle Hamilton could just bang this no. year? Oh, you mean like good? Yes. Oh yeah. He's gonna he's gonna he will. I he is so going too. to bang hear about yes. Chuck Clark. Bang. I don't want to hear about Chuck Clark. Thank you, Adam. No one no one ever mentioned Clark. <laughs> Cut Clark. 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 Cut. There we go. We Cut found Clark. it. Oh, Cut Clark. Kyle <laughs> Hamilton just came in and cut him. Cut Clark. <laughs> Perfect. It really is. It's a Freudian slip of the tongue that uh, just works out perfectly. So there you go, folks. Uh, another uh, nickname compliments of the IDP show. So let's move on to the Bobo. You're, I guess, I think of you as sort of the baseball guy in the room. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the Triz Speaker Award. So a little bit of MLB trivia. Triz Speaker. Most doubles in MLB history. Mm -hmm. I thought it was Pete Rose. Pete Rose was second. But Triz Speaker, the award for that low ceiling, high floor player who always gets you 9 to 11, never forget points every week. but never wins you a week. Adam's only contribution to this doc, folks, was putting never forget after <laughs> 9 to 11 points. I can track the editing, and I'm like, oh, there's Adam just adding never forget. Uh, so honorable mentions for this one, Jordan Hicks, Sam Hubbard, and Jonathan Abram. Runner-up, Addie's Choice, Bobby Okereke. Me and Bobby went with the winner from the New York Giants, Blake Martinez, 8.6 points per game in 2021, graded at a 57.8. Of course, uh, got injured, uh, ruptured his ACL, and was out for most of the season, Bobbo. What was it about Blake Martinez that made you say, this guy deserves the Tris Speaker Award? Yeah, he's just so, he's just so meh, you know? I know he's been good historically, but even if you look back to 2020, um, you'll see quite a few double-digit games. I mean, he's a double-digit score. But still, even in 2020, he only had three games over 20 points. Um, coming off an ACL, he's 28 years old. I don't know. I feel like I'm probably more of the pessimist in here about Blake Martinez. I don't know. I feel like y'all are more optimistic. I do love the rookie that um, that New York drafted there in the fourth round, whose name is escaping me right now. Um, Jimmy McFadden. There you go. I, I think he's uh, he's actually played pretty well, and I think there's a little bit of buzz um, about him in camp. But I don't know. I'd be interested to see what y'all had to say about, about Blake Martinez. I will say the last thing before I let y'all talk. Nope, I'm talking now. A friend of mine said the other day, what if Blake Martinez just becomes Joe Schobert? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think he's just a tackle guy. That's what that's what this award really is. Is like who is going to give you tackles? 
Sure. Right. This is not a player we're anticipating big plays, big splash, you know, big home runs. He's not the home run hitter. He's the solid double, you know, sort of eight to 12 points every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, not flashy, but if you need, like, if you start like our leagues, like three linebackers, mm-hmm. I'd be happy plugging Blake in as my LB3, maybe LB2, uh, depending on the week. Um, not sexy, but he's going to get the job done. As long as he's healthy, Addy. And I think that's the important point to uh, to make here. Health is important for Blake. Yeah, I'm fine taking him uh, in redraft. In Dynasty. Yes. yes. In Dynasty, do you want Martinez or Devondre Campbell? Campbell. Devondre Campbell, without a doubt. Even even Devondre's like 31? Yeah, I don't that, care. Uh, Blake matter. Martinez is, he's, <laughs> he's not the youngest guy. 28. 28. Um, but yeah, I preferred Devondre Campbell just because I mean he just got that fat deal. How many years? Blake Martinez's deals. Blake Martinez is getting cut after the season. Yeah, I think so. Good call. Yeah, so, I've been fading him too. I think that's the right answer. How many years did Devondre get? Like how four many? Four years, I think. Oh wow. Right? I mean, now, not all that's fat deal. but I mean, he'll be there for two years at mm-hmm. least. Yeah, I think so too. I do like the Bobby Okereke. I am paying attention mm-hmm. to that. I yep. did kind of look on RSO this week to see who had him. Of course. I, the only reason I didn't vote for him was if Leonard's injury lingers into the season, Bobby Okereke could be an LB1. Oh, exactly dude. right. We've so, talked about that in past years. Like, when Leonard is out, Anthony Walker and Okereke have both eight in that position. Yep. Yep. So, that's a, that's one of the most profitable kind of backup. Stash him on your bench. You know, if you have Leonard, don't be afraid to roster Okereke because there's so much value in that role. And we know Leonard can get banged up from does, uh, one game to the next. Does Darius Leonard, do we do we bump him down in the ranks in Dynasty? That's what this I is was two years ask. in a row. Yes. A lot of injuries. Is he, is he now behind Devin White? Oh, boy. Um, or, or who do you have it for? I mean, or who would you put? So I still it, think Roquan, he's... Micah Parsons. Um, TJ Watt. Boy, depending on edge. how you have him. Yeah, sure. Does Jordan Brooks need to be above Leonard at this point? Maybe, but he sucks. I mean, <sighs> yeah, he was the most targeted linebacker last year. Yeah, I think I answered yes to he needs to move down, but then the question of who moves up to take his place, I don't know I mean, that there's... It'd be like Devin White or Fred Warner or Logan Wilson or maybe Foyer Luke. I mean, if you, you know, mm-hmm. but no, we, we kind of know... Then I, when I look at the options, I'm like, ooh, I think I'd still take Leonard. Over three the, so it, it really is between Devin White yes. or Leonard. I think I'd still, still, still Leonard take three. Leonard at this point. And it's, again, it's Micah Parsons, Roquan Smith. Correct. Darius Leonard, Devin yep. White. That's yep. the top four. I think, even though theoretically I think he should be moved down, when you actually look at it, you're like, oh, wait. No, I still like him as above all these guys. And, I mean, you know, Darius Leonard is... He's like 26, 27 versus Devin White being like 24. I yeah, think if I you might go Devin If you White want to three. put Devin White at three, I don't blame you. Yeah. I'm going I White. Think, I think I'm, that's a good call. I'm going White over Leonard. All right. How many games has he missed in the last two years? He's uh, at least missed like two or three, but he, you know, yeah, he'll, probably he'll like have, five or six total. He'll have some of those games where he leaves early and yeah. bones you. I mean, and, and last year he was playing on that bum ankle, so hopefully this back injury helps and he's healthy and everything's good, but it is worrisome. But kind of like we were talking in the IDP draft kit, we did that quick video about handcuffs. Um, Okereke is pretty pivotal if you That's have That's probably one of the most profitable handcuffs you could have he's, as far as linebacker he goes. He definitely got a bump. I oh, mean, yeah. Just because of the fact Back that stuff worries me. Yeah. yeah, I don't like that. Just the risk of the guy going down, man. That's that's gonna 
boost him a little bit. Yeah. It's a tiebreaker for him, I think. So next up here, another linebacker we've talked a little bit about this offseason. This is the Stop Trying to Make Fetch Happen. It's not going to happen award. That like player, that. thank you. Did you catch that, catch that ref? It's a good one. All right. The player you've been waiting to break out for years, but it's time to come to terms with the fact it's never going to happen. Honorable mentions, Javon Kinlaw, Derek Brown, Devin Bush, Patrick Queen, runner-up, Kenneth Murray. This one hurt my heart to vote for, but the winner that y'all both voted for from the Buffalo Bills, Tremaine Edmonds, 10.8 points per game in 2021, 48.5 overall grade. Addy, for you on this one, was it the idea of we need to stop trying to make Tremaine Edmonds this like top 12 linebacker? Yes. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we've been, you know, we've we've been in love with the athleticism, Draft capital, um, the draft capital, the opportunity, the, the fact that he's still like twenty two, yeah, the fact that he can't drink yet, yeah, he is twenty four years old, he is twenty four, and this is his fifth year, so that is insane. Um, but I mean, he's just he's getting worse as far as the grades go. I mean, that they, they haven't committed to him as far as like an extension there in Buffalo. That's kind of telling. They drafted another mm-hmm. linebacker, which might be his replacement. Either way, though, I mean, he just hasn't lived up to uh, the billing. So, yeah, I'm now could this be like a Shaq Thompson situation where it's like he he breaks out when he's 25, 26? Yeah, maybe. That's a good comp. Yeah, what if this is Shaq Thompson? But I mean, you know, you don't have to you don't have to sit around and wait on that. Yeah. You know. He's going to hang around the league for another 5 or yep. 6 years. Yep. Um, but he's just going to be an LB2, LB3. That's the thing. I think if we shift our perspective to accept the fact that he's an LB2, LB3 and not an LB1, and, then, that, and we've been hammering that drum for a while. Yeah, you can stop being frustrated with Tremaine Edmonds. We, we've been on that train for a while. We've been telling people to just, you know, he's nothing special. Don't, you know. In the words of insane grocery store guy. guy. No, trust me, you're not that guy. He's just yeah. not that yeah, guy, and not. that's okay. Yep. Sure. Like, we can give up on trying to make him a dynasty LB1. He's not. That doesn't mean he's worthless, that he has no value whatsoever for your rosters. Oh. Curious that his brother is kind of the same way, though. Mm-hmm. You know, both of them guys are... Not really that guy. He's, yeah, why is Terrell Edmonds not that guy? Seems like he should be that guy. If Stink is the kind of big play deep safety. Yeah, Stink is playing deep and still getting more tackles. So yeah. What's going on, Terrell? Terrell, what are you doing, bud? Are you out there? What a crap Are you, year. like, picking flowers and picking your nose? He missed two games, but he only had two double-digit games uh, tackle-wise, and he had one INT. No sacks, no forced fumbles, no Jermaine. fumble recovered, no TDs. Tremaine has he does nothing in yeah. the in the extra stats department. Like there's no there's no big plays. Yeah, but you're right. He will occasionally get like one or two. He's an LB three. I don't want him as my LB two. No, nope. nope. No, thank but you. You have to pay, but you have to pay him. You know, you have to pay. Yeah, you got to draft him prices. like he's the LB four, fifteen. So I'm doing a startup right now. I, th- I think he was like the LB nineteen still. Yeah, that's know? so high. Yeah. Where are y'all? I know we talk about this every year, but are y'all Milano over? Ooh. Edmonds. I've got Milano in our main league. I forgot I did a Tremaine Edmonds poll today. Oh, oh sure. Man. Hit it with us. Right. So Hit us I with did, a big poll. It lover. was just one. It was um, Tremaine, Tremaine Edmonds versus Troy Anderson. A mm. couple yeah. of uh, athletic darlings. That's tr- that's Troy Anderson. I've seen it with Tremaine. I haven't seen it with Troy, so give me the mystery box. And I'm not saying that that is the right answer, but that's just how, at this point, I'm like, ah, okay, Tremaine, you're fine. But what about Troy Anderson? This could be something special. Mm-hmm. So I'll take the risk. 
All right, so this one got 91 votes, and I think most people agreed. Uh, 58% for Troy Anderson, yep. 42% for Mr. Tremaine Evans, and there's some good comments in here too. Um, let's read some of them. From Mr. FF underscore Skinny Chef, it's purely the unknown upside of the new shiny toy. Mm-hmm. From Jolie Garcon, this is a great comment. Anderson, for the sole fact that he's such an amazing athlete with potential offensive package versatility at the NFL level. A thousand percent agree. think his combination of want-to, athleticism, versatility, and intelligence is going to make him a player down. We may need to contact this guy to see yeah. if he wants to work on some stuff with us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you want to link arms, bud? <laughs> yeah. There's some good quote tweets in here, too. Uh, the talent is there for Edmonds, but he hasn't implied himself to be a superior linebacker in the NFL. As much hoopla that's been given to Troy Anderson for his athleticism and, and tenacity, volume will dictate his success as a rookie in Atlanta. But next year, he'd be the better a- asset. That's from Mr. Wonderball67. I've got some really smart Did you followers. step into a PhD-level class here? What the hell's going on in your mentions? I'm very thankful for my followers. I'm, um, I've, got, I've got good folks. I may not have the most followers out there with some of these. I don't do the follow-back, follow-shit you know shit anymore. But I've got my crew is locked in smart people thank you all for interacting and and uh providing this stuff you're a tremendous presence i try to be they're drawn to, to you like i try to, to i try flame. to put out good stuff for you guys i try to i, I do take it serious i do want to have a good, good twitter account and uh yeah i got good people on the comments so i love it just unreal taste i just thought of something brilliant here josh oh brilliant okay and this I is hear this. Uh, this is based off of something we talked about today at lunch it's oh, slim, yeah. slim chickies the uh, Andy Dalton Prime Meridian Scale. That's right. Let's associate now Tremaine Edmonds. He's about the same. The Prime Meridian essence. of linebackers? I mean, is he to you? Yeah, I think if you're worse than Tremaine Edmonds, you need a new linebacker. And if you're better, you're all set. I mean, I kind of like that, Bobo. Addy, am I on to something? I think you are. Because <laughs> I think it makes sense because Dalton was typically around like that 20 range or yeah. so, right? And so I think of Tremaine Edmonds along those same lines. Like, this is strictly speaking for IDP purposes here, but, like, at what point would you feel comfortable drafting Tremaine Edmonds in, like, a startup? If he's there at LB, fill in the blank. You're like, you know what? I'll throw the dart. Why not? LB 32. 32? Wow. Okay, I was thinking 26. Mm. Sort of that, like... Top end no, LB he's got a fall. He's got a fall. He's me. got a fall. And I've got to be, like, neglecting linebacker. You know what I mean? Like, I've got to have... And even then, at 32, do you feel good? Not really. Here's the thing Boy, I was thinking sad. about when you read... Um, the, I think it was the second comment on that thread about talking about Troy Anderson and his athleticism and his opportunity and everything. 10 RAS score. My thoughts, as far as when I'm doing trades and stuff for IDP, Tremaine Edmonds is the perfect person that I'm willing to cast off in order to throw the dart on Troy Anderson. I don't care if the, if if Tremaine Edmonds has a great year, great. I would much rather go ahead and take a shot on a person like Troy Anderson. As far as like the evaluation of how you know you know what I'm saying, I don't know if that makes any sense at all. But like who I feel like I just don't care about in order to give Troy Anderson a roster spot just to try and see. And if if Tremaine works out on somebody else's team, great. But I'll give it a whirl. How wild a world do we live in that you can't go trade Tremaine Edmonds for Troy Anderson straight up right now? People are people are getting wise though. You got to remember, I do have smart followers. That's that true. you do. Maybe maybe in uh, your dumb dumb leagues, you could go mm-hmm. grab you a Troy Anderson for Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah, but how crazy! Like three years ago, if you had said, "Hey, Tremaine Edmonds, 
going into you know his fifth year or whatever, it's sixth he, year is he going? In? No, he's going into his fifth year. Fifth year, you can you, find you, could, Tremaine, you, you wouldn't be able yeah. to trade him for a second round, third round rookie linebacker for the Atlanta Falcons, who may be the worst team in the NFL. I You'd mean, be like, I, what? I love Tremaine. You know when he was coming out, and I mean, yeah, I would have probably valued him as like a first round guy those first few years. Yep, just you know, but that's exactly the upside. It's, the exa- it's exactly what Adam said a couple pods ago that. We're not here to show you how to hit singles. We can do that all day, every day. We're here to, I think Adam's words were, to come in and to bust your head. I want guys that are going to come in and bust some skulls. Just get me in a draft. I'm going to tear it up. I think it was ass. Maybe ass. I'm going to tear it up. Biggest thing that's not going to tear you up, Chick-fil-A Breakfast Award. Mm. The league winner, who it might be just worth overpaying, for to secure them on your roster. Would like to add. Yes, uh, please, Addy. Detour us into Chick-fil-A breakfast yes, land. Yes. I think the that breakfast burrito Chick-fil-A has, I think that may be the best value in all of fast food. Now, value, do you think it's the best item as well? Because it's, it's up there for damn me. damn good item. I had it not too long ago. I was like, this burrito absolutely slaps. So it's a nice burrito with sauce. It's got a jalapeno sauce with it. It's got it's a but it's a I mean we're talking a good sized burrito. Mm-hmm. It's got eggs, cheese, um, chicken nuggets, chicken. Yep. Is there well? Oh, and hash browns. Hash browns. And there are little yep. hash browns all in this burrito. Um, I like to locals like to put some. Uh, they have Texas the Pete. They have Texas Pete hot sauce inside. What I do? Mm. So here's a little here's a little cheat for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they stop serving breakfast at ten thirty. So I like to get on the app, do the mobile mobile order, order it from the office. Chick Fil A is like two, like a, like not even a mile from my work. You could thing. legitimately throw a stone oh, yeah. and hit Chick Fil A from your office. So you need be a, a scooter. I need a hop. I, I got to make a hop to make that. You got to do a crow hop, sure. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Uh, so what I do is I'll I'll place the order in the office, and then I'll put I'm here at the restaurant, even though I'm not at the restaurant. Don't tell. I'll put. <laughs> I'm gonna tell the locals. I'm here at the restaurant, and then by the time I get there, all I got to do is walk in that boy. She's they got ready. it waiting right there on the thing. I grab my Texas Pete packets. Boy. And if I want to eat it right then, I can. Or I can just save it for and not have lunch that day. And that'll be the – or that's the lunch, you know. Mm-hmm. I love that tip, Bobby. I got a little distracted thinking about Adam doing a crow hop and, like, throwing a baseball <laughs> and shredding his shoulder. Trying to throw not a even, stone not to Chick-fil-A. Five guys. No. Yeah. Not even – Not getting the game stuff. Not even making it to the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People are going to be able to pinpoint where you are. They'll be Adam works at Lowe's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there we go. The winner. Uh, oh, so, uh, let me let me actually get into this award here. So honorable mentions. These are the studs. We know these. Micah Parsons, Jalen Phillips, Nick Bosa, TJ Watt. The winner, unanimous, Aaron Donald, 17.3 points per game in 2021, 93.5 overall grade. Bobo, we don't need to spend a lot of time on this one. Aaron Donald is a locked and loaded stud, and I'm more than happy to overpay to get him on my teams. Yeah, had games last year of 29, 30, and 42 points. That's pretty nice. Yeah, man. Donald, I like that a lot. Donald's fun. Fun to have. Yeah, I agree. And I think there's a good argument for him being the fourth pick in your redraft drafts, mm-hmm. you know. So, so you took him at the – was it the six you took him at? I took him at like, yeah, six or seven. But anyway, okay. I think if I think you could just go straight up, you know, the first four, you know, defensive linemen with – uh, Bosa, Garrett, TJ Watt, and then go Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald in the four hole? Yep. Like that a lot. I love Donald with the uh, 42% tackle grade. I know. I was like, boy, he's uh, mm. not looking good there on the tackle grade. A little weird. Interesting. 
Bad tackler. I wonder, uh, I don't have it here. Wonder but he had many... the most tackles ever of his career this year, right? Yeah. Didn't he have like 80-something? He had a ton. wonder how many uh, TFLs he had this year. I don't have it in front of me. But anyways. Yeah. Donald's fun, man. So let's pivot from the guy you want to overpay for to the guy you may not have to pay anything for. This is the late round gym. He might have looked like an end of the bench addition in the draft, but come week three, he'll be your every week starter. We had honorable mentions, Cody Barton, Josie Jewell, Pete Warner, Kaiser White, Jordan Whitehead, Logan Ryan, and Brandon Jones. Some good additions there, Addy. Yes, sir. Runner-up voted on by Bobby, the aforementioned Troy Anderson. But the winner, me and Addy, voted for from the Tennessee Titans, David Long, 13.2 points per game in 2021 and a 68 overall grade for PFF. Addy, if I recall correctly, we were talking up David Long with Nate Tice as one of his IDP breakouts for 2022. Yeah, if you look at a lot of the smart people on Twitter, the people that dig into film like Nate Tice, a lot of those guys, uh, Brett Coleman, they all are big David Long fans. And there's a lot of really fun clips of him out there if you want to do some some Twitter searches, mm-hmm. uh, searching for, for David Long. But yeah, I mean, David Long was awesome last year. 13.2 points per game uh, in those 10 games that he played. And he graded just fine as well. 68.0 overall PFF grade. He had a 63.4 coverage grade. Um, you got to figure... Uh, he's the best linebacker there. I mean, it, it's it's him and Zach Cunningham. They felt comfortable letting Jayon Brown walk. Right. Monty Rice, we'll see what he is. Maybe he gets a shot if, if Cunningham, you know, isn't isn't good. But it seems I like it's going to be those two. John Macri still maintains he thinks Zach Cunningham is getting cut. Uh, maybe so. So we'll you see. Know. Rashawn Evans gone. Rashawn Evans is in, is in uh, Atlanta, Atlanta now. ATL. Uh, he's a pretty he could he could surprise this year I think Rashawn Evans but um yeah I I, I really like David Long and again he's a great value man yeah. people just always forget about him you can get him in like that linebacker twenty five to linebacker thirty range I'd say mm-hmm. what if he is what we always wanted Jayon Brown to be yeah I think what if yeah. he's like a really solid like top fifteen top eighteen type of scorer week in and week out I mean if you look on a per game basis last year that's what he was yeah so I mean he's already shown it. I think if yeah, if he stays healthy, you're looking at a, a linebacker one this year. I think we're way too low on David Long. Yeah. Now that we're sitting here talking this out, but his ADP is about where. Hey, you saw you saw who drafted him in that last best ball. Mm. That I did. Thank I, you very much. I'll Good take job, da- me. I'll take David Long over Tremaine Evans. No, not not in number five. No, I, I was joking. I was, was joke giving guy. myself. Don't credit ever as, do that. As a Don't ever do that. I drafted him, guys. <laughs> Adam did draft him. It was, in fact, him. (laughs) All right, so go get David Long. And we want to mention as well here, this next category, pretty similar. Value that we may not see right now, but we might see here once the season gets going. This is the prettiest girl not at the dance. He won't move the needle for most, but should an injury pop up or someone gets waived or traded, this player is going to be a top ad from the waiver wire. Honorable mentions, Aziz Alshair and Drake Greenlaw, Chad Muma, Alex Singleton, and Drake Jackson. Runner-up, this was the one I voted for, Channing Tindall, but the winner out of the Los Angeles area for the Rams, Bobby and Adam voted for Ernest Saves Christmas, Ernest Jones. 10.1 points per game in 2021, 61.4 overall PFF grade. Bobo, we know you're on team Ernest Saves Christmas. Throw it so, to Adam. Throw it to Adam. you want me to throw it to Adam? All right, Adam. 
You were also on team Ernest Saves Christmas. Now, I'm curious, do you think, are we are we looking at maybe like an injury here to B-Wags, or B-Wags maybe isn't the guy we think he is? These are the scheme busters, right? Mr. Ernest Jones and Quay Walker, those are the scheme busters of 2022. Ooh. Everyone says, you know, they don't do this. They can never do this. They've never done it. They can't play two linebackers. Busting <laughs> makes me feel good. <laughs> Ghostbusters ref, anyone? <laughs> but anyway, uh, there's been a lot of good hype of the Bobby Wagner stuff, talking about how he's how he's really impressed with them. That stuff does some some stuff to me. Mm-hmm. And the Jordan Rodriguez piece, Bobo for the Athletic, there's talking about Ernest Jones. There's been a lot of good buzz on the old timeline about Ernest. Hey, who you gonna call? Scheme busters. Scheme busters. <laughs> Boy, we are just branding opportunities. We got uh, old Cut Clark and scheme busters. That's what y'all tune in for. Every week is uh, two hours of just pure shenanigans. Sure. So, Ernest Jones, yeah, I think uh, this is a good player to keep on the radar because what if they do come out week one and play two linebackers above 80% of snaps, Bobo? I think that's a possibility. I also really like your runner-up as well because we've talked Ernest Jones just every pod, I feel like, and he's fun. But Channing Tindall could also see some opportunity in 2022. He's an unknown I'm really not super in tune right now to uh, the beat reporters out of Miami other than Tua is better than Mahomes apparently now. Yeah, thank um, you, Tyree Kill. But, uh, Josh, what's your uh, what's your Channing Tindall temperature? I love it. I think he could be a surprise, like, top 15 guy. Because Jerome Baker was not great last year. He's a great, like, pass rusher. Yeah. But as far as, like, the linebacker there that I think gives you the nice floor, I'm loving some Channing Tindall. And in drafts, I mean, I know a lot of drafts are already done. Probably some still yet to come as far as rookie drafts in 2022, but Tyndall's just like a solid fifth. Yeah, for and, real. Uh, that's a great fifth-round pick. Absolutely love that in the fifth. There was, you know, this year there was a lot of really good late-round picks. I yeah. mean, with uh, Ebiketti, Amuma. I got uh, Brian Asamoah at the end of the fifth round, the Asamoah, last pick. Brisker. Um, Sam Williams. Yeah. Cross. Brisker. Cross now. Mm-hmm. Um, Jermaine Johnson. Dax He Hill. might not have been a fifth. Jermaine was in the fourth. So, I mean, but still, those fourth and fifth round picks, like, boy, they are pretty valuable. That's nice. I thought, I really did. I remember us having the discussion of, like, we don't want these fourths. We don't want these fifths. Like, nobody wants these, right? And then. I gave you one. Yeah, you just gave me one. People gave me one, too, and then one in the back was like, nope. No, no, thank you. Yes, please, give me this. Because, yeah, you're not going to get the sexy friend. offensive players, but boy, there was some nice defensive talent yep. that fell into yep. the fourth and fifth rounds. So, y'all have any drafts yet to come? Uh, I'm in the middle one right now. Um, I've I've done about ten so far this year. Most of the Hunger Games, I don't think, have drafted yet. Not no. yet. I think a lot of the Hunger Game leagues are waiting for the positional. Y'all better be listening. Positional change stuff to roll out at the end of June. We're educating you. We're telling you. How Make sure you use a code IDP draft. show for those as well. Yeah, if you're right. wanting to give RSO a try, get ten percent off your site fee. Thank you, you. Should thank you, President Snow. You're welcome, my subjects. They're going to be doing some changing to RSO as well. If you're not aware, kind of like what MFL does, where it allows um, commissioners to. Change the positions. Change the positions, yes. Yep. So that's nice. That's a really nice change for our It is. The, the because right goal, now, like Khalil Mack, Von Miller, those guys are pretty much useless because they're listed as linebackers. Yeah, and they shouldn't be. Yeah. They're yeah. some of the best players in the NFL. We need to make sure that they are relevant in fantasy. They're also both on Josh's team. They are. Are they? Josh, uh, Bobby also has, like, literally all the 
yeah. OLBs. The OL- OLB guys. Speaking of OLBs, I'm actually a little worried about uh, Leonard Floyd. I heard he had some surgery that's kind of lingering, so maybe huh. just put a pin in that. They put a pin in his body or pin a pin in that piece of news? Both, Josh. Okay, there we go. Yes, sir, love that. Love that. The best ball baller. The next category we have here, his highs will win you a week, but you never know when he'll go off. And in other weeks, it will feel like you left that roster spot blank. So honorable mentions here, Jamal Adams, Triple X, Max Crosby, Marcus Davenport, Jalen Phillips, but the winner, unanimous, Chris Jones of the Kansas City Chiefs, 11.8 points per game in 2021. An 83.4 overall PFF grade. Addy, I think we're just basically swinging for the sacks and uh, the big plays from Mr. Chris Jones. I like that, Josh. Yeah, pretty much that's what he is at this point, right? He's just, he has monster weeks, but you never know when they're going to be. But he's one of those guys, like, you're not taken out of your spot. If you have him at defensive tackle, like, he's going to be your defensive tackle. That's exactly right. I mean, so... And who cares? That's for the most part. That's a position that's a loss anyway. Yeah, exactly. There's like set six or seven good ones. Uh, I mean, but but if you have a guy like Chris Jones who can touch that like thirty point ceiling, like oh, whatever, give me the ceiling, Bobo. We'll you're you're dying weeks. over there. He What's had up? Forty eight point game last year. So there you go. That's what I'll you take want. That. And, and he did it like in a prime time, if I remember. Week right. eleven against okay, Dallas. Well, maybe not. I was I was hoping for sixteen or seventeen. He had five tackles, three and a half sacks, one forced fumble, and one fumble recovery. The week prior had no tackles and no sacks, yet had ten points. And the week after he had two tackles. Um, that's bizarre. That's really strange. But exactly what you were saying, Josh, swinging for sacks. That's Chris Jones's log, and this should have been another episode of Johnny the Greek's favorite. Log detectives. Yes. Um, Let this, me get in there and really look at that thing. <laughs> this would have been a great inspection of that because literally he's going to get you one or two tackles and nothing else, or he's going to get you one or two tackles and three sacks. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. so his his ceiling games last year, 25.45 points in week one. Uh, then the 48-point game against Dallas in week 11, and then 28.7 against Cincinnati in week 17. Seven and a half of his nine sacks came in three games. There we go. That's what you want. This is the best ball baller, folks. You're going to yeah. get three explosive week-winning performances out of Chris yep. Jones. we Swing for the fences, folks. So, I realized, too, Addy, when you were saying six to seven, if you mix those two up, you end up saying sex because you're saying seven and six, and it ends up sex. We're so, horny tonight. <laughs> we're real, real turned on. The AC's off because it's too loud. We're all hot. We're all sweaty. We're all real horny. So let's wrap this thing up with the last category. Ain't washed yet. This one spoke to me on a deep level because I am washed, but I wish I wasn't washed like these veteran players that we'd like to avoid due to age or injury history, but we still think they'll score pretty well. Honorable mention Harrison Smith, Robert Quinn, the Honey Badger, C.J. Mosley was Bobby's vote, but the winner, me and Adam's choice, was Levante David. 12.4 points per game in 2021 and a 72.3 overall grade. Addy, has anything really changed in your mind with Levante David? The original discount Bobby Wagner. There we go. Mm. That's I mean, an Addy original. That's an Addy original. That's, that's, that's mine. That's what makes you a tremendous presence in this space. That's my thing. That is your thing. 
Just wanted to. That's my thing. That is your. That thing. I said in a DM once, and also I said on the show once. I think you said it maybe multiple times. A on lot the show. of times, and then yeah. we had a pulling receipts segment as well. Oh, that's right. I did. I had to pull. A, I had to pull a pulling. That's your receipts literally my sound thing effect. that I said. I got that it. other people are stealing. But I've got but it. anyway, uh, Levante David. Yes, he's awesome. I feel like Levante David just got like wiped out by the pull and receipt segment there, Bobo. He did. I've got the t-shirt. Big picture of Levante David. The back of it just says discount Bobby Wagner. Sure. His whole career. That was a hell of a take by me. One of <laughs> my best takes. Yeah, we don't People have are a, parroting it. Yeah. It's so good. We don't have a lot of takes that are worth parroting, but that one That uh, was a good one. That one we'll be seeing uh Cut Clark out there. We'll be seeing the sure. Scheme Busters. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff we're remembered for is the dumb shit. So thank you all for understanding what our brand is about. What was the Buster's one? Scheme Buster. Buster. That's yeah. it. Woo, that's we need to make one. some shirts, maybe. Yeah. That would be a good one. Yeah. Like the, the ballers, I think they do that really well, having mm-hmm. all their like nicknames and stuff on shirts. That would be yeah. that'd be fun. Walk around with a shirt that says literally cut Clark. On it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure everyone, you know, at like your work or your child's baseball game would love to see that. Mommy, it. what's a cuck? <laughs> They totally get it. Uh, ask your father, hon. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Sorry, Levante David. You're better yeah. than uh, the time amount we allotted to you. Levante David is awesome. He's a legend. Awesome. He's yeah. one of the best linebackers we, of all time. Copy, paste, copy, paste I from mean, one year to the next. We, I, said, I said he would discount Bobby Wagner in 2018, 2019. I mean, we're still talking about him. That, that's yeah. all you need to know. Talk about dying on your roster. There's no reason to jettison Levante David. The dude is going to ball out until he just... Literally retired. Just going to walk off into the sunset. He was a great player then. That was a great take then. That's what we're the best. <laughs> That's a great look at the camera, Addy. I'm really, uh, I don't even, you don't even and need you know it. training. And you know it. You know it. You've done us wrong and we don't appreciate it. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode here. Middle of June, the off season. No, sir, boys. We've been saying nah. it. This is the nah, on bro. season. No break. No break. And no, no matter how many people want to tell you that it's okay to take a break or there's no news, Nabra Dynasty. There's no break. We out here. We out here. We out here. We out here. Bobby, we out here. The on season. The on season. This is the on season. We don't take breaks for y'all. We are going to be here week in and week out helping y'all dominate your leagues and dominate your drafts. So before we go, make sure you check out the IDP Draft Kit. We're working on updates right now over the next two weeks to roll out at the end of June. We're going to be adjusting the ranks. We're talking about adjusting some of our blurbs based on what's happening. Kyle B is going to be checking that vacated snaps report. We're going to be making sure you have the most up-to-date resources no matter when your draft is. So be sure to check it out, theidpdraftkit.com. 20 bucks, you're going to have access to it through the end of week number one. And so, it, it's a great resource. And if you think we're just going to sit here and hang out, you think we're done, <laughs> buckle up. Boy, you ain't seen nothing yet, bro. Big things in the works, boys. Big things that we'll be announcing here very soon, hopefully. But, yes, this is uh, year four leap. We're just going to keep leaping. I've, I've given up finding sure. a new verb. We're just going to keep leaping right on into the subsequent years. It's just a, I'm just imagining Adam just multiple crow hops. Just keeps crow hops. How many crow hops? Is it like over under 25 crow hops to get into Chick-fil-A? <laughs> That's a lot of hops. That's yeah. a lot of hops. If you give him 25, you'd probably get a ball there. I don't know. I think that shoulder's still getting shredded. Could you get a golf ball there? I think a golf ball is... Oh, hitting a golf ball. You could hit a golf ball to Chick-fil-A from your workplace. Gotta straighten out that slice. Yeah. You may be slicing over into Mickey D's. (laughs) 
I don't know, Addy. That's a poke. That is a poke. That's probably at least. We'll, we'll come back to y'all. We'll put it, it on a Google map, yeah. the actual we'll distance. We'll give it a try tomorrow. Yeah, we'll we'll put it out there on the Instagram. I'll take a y'all. drive out there into Campbell Lane. Hope it goes well. <laughs> Hope it goes well. But to take us Hope out. it makes it. Little more, Barty Strange. Make sure you check out his music over on Spotify or wherever you get your music. Releases Thursday at midnight, I believe. Thursday at midnight. So there you go. Okay. So check it out. We appreciate him letting us use this song. Again, theidpdraftkit.com. Next week, we will have John Macri and Tom Kisslingberry talking about all 22 strategies. So if you've wanted to try out a league, listen to that podcast. They're going to get you set for your drafts and use IDP show promo code to get 40% off of the site fee for this year. When will you hear from us again? It'll be two weeks from now. We'll be talking top 24 defensive ends with a very special guest that I'm looking forward to having here in the Soad Shack, Addy. Should be a lot of fun. Can't wait. Can we spoil it? No, no. We're going to keep it a little bit of a secret. All right. So look forward to that. We'll be back it's with Roger Goodell. It's Rog. We're going to get, can you imagine? He'd be like, nope, take one look. Nope, walk right out. I can't blame him. So thank you all for listening. We will be back next week with John and Tom, and then the week after that with the top 24 defensive ends. But until then, y'all take care, and we'll see you soon. Yeah, I never will.